Okay. My question to you is this. Mm. I know you sent your son to go get all of the ingredients so that you could make Rice Krispie treats. Correct. With a list. Correct. I, mm -hmm. I got into a like Rice Krispie treat moment during COVID. Um, and I'm curious. I've made it with different marshmallows. I've made it with a little extra butter. I've made it with... Uh, more or less vanilla. I've made it with Cocoa Krispies, which is the only thing I've actually ever made it with, with Cocoa Krispies instead of regular Rice Krispies. I've made it with M&Ms. I've made it with Drizzle. I've tried to put butterscotch chips. I've done all of the incarnations like the way it. other like people have done bread. I love it. And I think that built up my wrist strength because they are the worst possible creation to have to make. They're horrific. And if you don't have mm -hmm. wax paper, then just fuck off. Oh, you do not you. know what you're doing. No, I have a tip for you. A parchment wax. Wax paper changed my life Good. with Excellent. Rice Krispie Treats. I love you. But still, I am forever curious. What is your recipe for the perfect or the fagazi uh, Rice Krispie Treat? Well, I'm about to tell you. suck and they're awful to make and it makes no sense that anyone keeps making them except when you eat them and then you think oh they're that's why that's delicious. why that's why i understand yes. i understand why i had to walk through the seventh canto of hell on rice crispy treat island here's what you need to know the recipe that everyone has and follows is a flawed it's flawed as you know from your covid study in rice crispy dum yes You've become... You need more butter, at least. You've become a crisp expert. I have. Yeah, it's, fair. I have. it's fair. It's fair. It's fair. It's a very weird flex, but watch me no, flex. No, that's why you've got those fantastic upper arms. Yep. That's all it takes. And then the whole rest of my body would go to pot from eating them. I'd have great arms. I'd have oh, Angela Bassett so arms. Good. And then I would have a Buddha belly from eating these things. But here's mm. the deal. You must add extra butter. Way more. Yeah. Right? If you're using margarine... Walk away from me. I will slap you. Yeah, that's why I was made yeah, a face. Yeah. That's if, fucking gross. How could you even buy it? Like, do they even make it anymore? Don't, if, the, there's no room for oleo in this, guys. Okay, it's got to be butter. Yes, you should be biting your nails and making a face because it's that horrific. Oleo. Add extra because that's going to lighten your load. The butter ex actually makes it easier to mix these horrible, congealed, stuck-to-the-side, cement-like. Yes, right. horrible. Yes. It is like quick-drying cement. Emphasis on the quick. Like you've, there's yes. just no chance that you're going to be able to get this fucker mixed before it's fully mixed. The other thing that you need to think about is their quantity, because they're selling you the cereal, is heavy on the cereal. So you need to, you can either reduce the amount of cereal that you use as a primary ingredient or drastically increase the amount of goo elements that you use. So I melt the marshmallows. I do tend to start with mini marshmallows instead of regular marshmallows because they melt faster. Coating them with the butter means they don't stick, right? So extra butter, mini marshmallows, get a bag and a half. They say use one bag, use a bag and a half, melt all that shit down. Even still, cut back on the cereal. And I like, for effect, to traipse in a ribbon of marshmallow fluff. 
just to be kinky. So after you've got the thing three quarters of the way mixed and you're going to crush the Rice Krispie Treat cereal, it's going to go and you're going to think I'm ruining it. And the answer is you are. But guess what? It all comes out when the marshmallow is in there to save the day. So stir it and stir it and stir it and then keep stirring it and fuck you, stir it again. Dump it out. Don't try to get to the bottom of the bowl. Dump it out onto a counter and then mix it with your hands. And then the, the cereal that's at the bottom, you can get to easily. You can just grab it like you're making meatballs. I, she sat up in her chair, guys. I, I I do not dump it out on the count. I add I add extra marshmallows. I even do the the ones at the end just because Perfect. you like to see them. It's for the eyeball. Um, but I've never dumped it out on the counter. What, I want to be done so badly. I, I'm cursing by the time the cement is Well, here's is the thing. I like to mix it on the stove almost double boiler style, right? So that the, the warm butter in the pan is still hot and stays hot while you the marshmallow is in there, right? You pour the cereal in. It's a little tricky because it is still hot. You're working over the stove and stirring it. But I like to do that because it keeps things flowing. So I also don't spend the time at the stove trying to get all the way into my elbow to get that dry, crunchy cereal from the bottom back up to I'm, the top. I'm angry already yeah. just so I just I just it. pick up the – so you get a good mix going. Then you turn it out either into a larger bowl. I have a gigantic bowl, which I use. It's like a basically a food service size. It's No one has this. It's stupid and very big. So – I dump it out sometimes flat on the counter. If you have a marble work surface, if you have a kitchen counter you can rely on or just line it with parchment or wax paper, but just dump it out, right? Then you're going to work it like you would be making fresh pasta dough, like you would be making meatballs. Your clean hands are a chef's best friend. So take your hands. It's still a little warm, but take your hands, get them, run some water over your hands so it won't stick, and then just Grab and push and knead and push and push. Water is the answer to that because yes. I got to tell you, that shit sticks and it's only my bottom teeth that could scrape it off my hands. You hand. got a couple of options. You can butter your hands. You can oil your hands. You can water your hands, right? Or you can, you can put, well, you can put something in between, but that just tends to be more hassle than it's worth. I just get in there and do it. And it also speaks a little bit to confidence because the faster you go, the easier it is. If you hesitate, it will consume you. Yes, it will beat you. This is the demigorgon. It will kill you and everyone in the house. And it is the same it is way. Now it's very and sticky and glue-like, and it's going to just and then it takes over the counter, and then your body, and then your home, and then your life, and then you're just fucked. So you've got to move quickly to overcome it. And after you've got it, this is the other reason that it's easier to do it on the counter. You can kind of sort of spread it out into a kind of crazy, spider-webby, sticky, flat I know, but that's when you can take giant dollops or just even squeeze the thing with your fingers, the outside of the jar of marshmallow fluff, plop that down, and then massage it through like a ribbon. So when you stuff it into the pan, it it creates a kind of a marbled effect like you would have when you're making a oh, cake. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I tried that with peanut butter. Yes, perfect. Same thing. And it was it was great. It was really great. It was fucking disgusting to make and peanut butter I think is what broke me and I said I'll never do this again and then when we got on today for you to start recording I noticed that you were opening a Rice Krispie treat and I kind of got the hankering again and I know I have all of the ingredients taunting me well you're very lucky because I sent my teen son out to go get all of the ingredients because I decided we were going to have these on a lark Go get it for me and I'll make them for everyone and we'll be happy and have joy in our lives. So he went, bought every permutation of marshmallow, all the fluff, all the butter, everything. And somehow 
when he saw in his text message Rice Crispies with an S, his brain short-circuited, and instead of buying two boxes, as I said, of Rice Krispies, he immediately filled in the word treats, and so he came up with pre-packaged Rice Krispie treats. So I can't even fucking bake them, because I don't even have the cereal. And eating these ones out of the little blue, you know, weird wrap that you, ugh, it's just, it's just ass trash. You just don't want it. Stay away. Makes you make, makes you want to make them even more. It really does. They have like a weird metal taste and you think, oh, it's all chemicals. And meanwhile, one is not enough. And so I have to eat five and I don't like them. But instead, instead you're going to Instacart some of that other stuff. So I said I use Cocoa Krispies, but I've also mixed Cocoa Krispies and Cocoa Pebbles before. Holy fuck you, that's awesome. A little more melty, but also a little more chocolatey. So it does lessen the amount of cereal. I know people who have mixed regular Rice Krispies with fruity pebbles to give it color. Oh, okay. And to give it just like the a, cake an extra. in this community is fascinating. It it really is. I it love it. Really so is. what are we? What's your position on mini chocolate chips? I think I have to figure out when to add them mm-hmm. because I don't just want to taste the chocolate chip like crunch, crunch. I want it to melt a little in there. I want, but it doesn't matter because I don't use regular Rice Krispies. I use Cocoa Krispies. So no, I think you need to double. You need to triple up your chocolate. And I feel like it was a lot. Is it? It was a is lot. It though? Yeah, it was a is lot. Is it though? <laughs> Here's what I would tell you. I would take. I would start. I think marshmallow fluff is your friend. I have not done this, so we're just riffing on the fly. I would take the marshmallow fluff. And I would very, very, very slowly heat it with a little extra butter. And then I would melt in unsweetened chocolate or the chocolate chips, not unsweetened, semi-sweet chocolate yeah. into the marshmallow fluff so that you're creating a kind of chocolate marshmallow. Fluff. Yeah, chocolate fluff. And use that as the ribbon, as the ribbon swirl. And then speckle dot the top with chocolate chips for texture. And now you're going to have chocolate explosion, crispy madness. You are slow walking this. The second the (laughs) cereal hits that marshmallow and butter, my life is over. I'm angry. I'm sweating. My arm already hurts and I'm pissed. The the even thought that I'm going to make a ribbon to go. You know what though? I feel like you're missing a key piece of this. And it's, it's surprising to me on the heels of the transformative experience that I witnessed and you had just this past weekend. What, what are you missing? Can you get there on your own? Friends, the audience knows, but don't tell her. Don't cheat. Don't tell her. She'll get there. She'll get there. What am I missing? What are you missing about this entire, entire, entire process? That you're going to do it for me? Not me. No. Oh, God, who? Who's going to do it for me? Nobody loves me enough to make I me I think these. that that has been definitively proven a false he would never. He, he would, would eat the shit out of them. He would not. He would never. He absolutely would. And frankly, I'm sorry to say, he would make it his part-time hobby for the next six months to perfect this fucking... I got an extra bowl. I bought a new pot. I've got two cows so we can make our own butter. Because Costco ran out of cows. butter. I bought all the butter. Yeah. You are... I, trust would. me. It would become... He would turn it into like some sort of a bonding thing between the two of you then it would be a competitive thing between the two of you you would turn it into some sexual thing between the, you guys are going to do I this I think we should I think we should plan to do we've so we've talked before on pod and off how my husband and I look for something we could do together in it. retirement This is it and I think 
when he retires. Right now, he's working five jobs. There's no fucking crispy way he's doing this. Kingdom. It's crispy kingdom. You guys are going to start your own cottage business. Endeavor. It's going to be sexy, crispy time. You're going to do it together. It's your second act. He's going to rent a commercial That's all you're going to do. Sadly, he will do all this before you guys actually decide you want to do it. He's very, he's very proactive. If something's happening, he's, very he's nine steps in. in. The cart. <laughs> cart in front of the horse. Yes, he's very cart in front of the horse. For example, Oy. before we even had an electric car, we had a Tesla charger oh, put into our garage on both sides. I have the oh 220 God. on my side, but he has the actual. We didn't even sign a single anything. Preparation is his he, jam, my friend. It is. So not until retirement, but yes, probably then we can um try. I am sorry that you picked the one thing. That when I make it, it makes me absolutely angry and fucking crazy. Like, it just cements immediately. Well, I want so, you to approach this like an entrepreneur, okay? Entrepreneur. Yeah. Entrepreneur. I like Oh, God. I want you yes. to approach this like a business owner, all right? And the way that you do that is to understand what you want to be in business for, what you want to be in business to do or accomplish. Because there are multiple stages and phases of your business that you will outgrow as your business prospers. So the fact that you hate making these does not preclude you from becoming Crispy Kingdom CEO and dominatrix, forcing others to make this on a whim at your discretion and for your pleasure whenever you choose to crack that whip, right? You'll have to make it in the beginning, but very quickly... You will generate the money to force others into labor and servitude. That's the goal of every business. Domination. Says the, says the brittle queen of North America. Yeah, I wouldn't actually give my recipe to anybody because I felt it was proprietary and I also didn't want to pay all the money to have a giant commercial space. So I just did it myself, backbreaking labor around the clock. That's part of the reason why I stopped. Also because I gained 9,000 pounds and became diabetic and lost all my teeth. It was really a, a fun little chapter. I know. Wow. People came, I've had people come. I've had three people actually ask me to pre-order this fucking month. So I, wow. I have to decide what to do, whether I'm going to do it again. I think the answer is no, because I'm a learning robot. Don't make a face. I'm a learning robot. I can't believe it's no. It's I it had it was no for years before I did it. And then doing it because I knew innately this isn't what the end goal wants to be. Right. And then I did it on a lark and I proved to myself that this is there. I get a lot out of it, a super lot out of it. But there are so many steps in between here and the reality of making that the, the full time endeavor. I don't want any of those steps and I don't even really care. I just don't want to build my kingdom on a throne of sugar and fat that also poisons people. I mean, it's just not great. So you could become the crispy maven of the planet. And I think your husband, I think honestly, crispy with nine maven jobs. is the best name you've had so far. Crispy maven? I love it. That's fantastic. I love it. I love it. One last thing about I the crispies. One last care. thing about the crispies. One last thing about the crispies. The hack is using butter in stick form. You're going to unwrap it so that you can melt that butter. You're going to be left with the butter wrappers. Use those to press the crispies back into the pan. They're pre-buttered on one side. It's just a piece of waxed paper that has butter on it. Use it before you throw it out. Stick it in between your hand and the crispies and press, 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 and nothing will stick. Ta-da! 
All of these tips brought to you by My Wife Has a Knife on Instagram and everywhere you find uh, food and cooking content. Oh, my gosh. So, Amy. Yes, ma'am. I saw a doctor on Monday. I don't know what day Did today he have his pants on? On Thursday. Yeah. On Thursday for the first time in, I want to say, four years, five years. So you saw years? another doctor. Right. I saw a general practitioner. Okay. For the first time in ages. And I was for going in prepared. For the first time in forever. La, 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 la. Um, yes. I was thinking they would do a history like I was a new patient, but they did not. Mm. I was very grateful. So uh, I got all of the vaccines. Holy. In one giant, giant shot? Like an elephant dick shot? I, I was, I was, yeah. Wow. Elephant dick shot. It's like one of those allergy tests where they come at you with a thing full of pipettes with needles on it, and they go into your arm. Sit still. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> oh, it looks like you're allergic to something of these 37 <laughs> things we just broke you. So I, I, I meet her. She's lovely. She Right, right, right. My, I told you my doctor left there for geriatrics, and my son turned to me and said, that's perfect. It fits you now perfectly. Oh, my and I God, thought, I hate him. Come here. I have an elephant dart for you as well. So... I had a new doc, get to know you. Uh, turns out she said, have you had the shingles vaccine? Mm. And I said, oh, no, no, that's for old people. It's not, though. And she said, yeah. You still need 50, it. 50 and over. And I said, you can suck that fucking elephant dick that you were about to shove into my arms worth of vaccines. Yeah, I got my next booster because I was told by by lay folk to wait till the fall when they'll have the tweaked booster that has for the BA5. Well, at that and theoretically there would be another surge seasonally. So it would be more beneficial to kind of spread it out. But I think, you know, current news to the contrary, like we ramp it up now. Yeah. It's not coming out till probably after that when you'll be eligible again. Mm-hmm. So she said to get them both. And I said, yes, doctor. That's so you how got, I wound up where I am the, right you now. You got the shingles and you got the Vixfax. Did you also get monkeypox? I did not get a monkeypox vaccine. I'm surprised. Did you, did you, I mean, did you get, uh, did you get the turpentine? What's one? Yeah, I, I, no, I got those two. What am I trying then, to think of? Tetanus. <laughs> Oh, I did not. I was going to ask about tetanus too. Oh my god! I asked what about. I asked all the questions. You? Okay. I made a list. I asked the the back, the brain, the. I asked all the questions, and she said, "Here's what she said: Your ADD plus your P pre like perimenopausal whatever no. is a terrible cocktail, and it's gonna get worse. I mean, between hair falling out, like I don't have hot flashes or dry pussy. That's not what I'm dealing mm-hmm. with. I those mm-hmm, those are fine right now. I can moderate my lady parts and my I don't know temperature right now. What I'm dealing with is clumps of hair falling out in the shower and brain fog and I'm like it's mm. like being pregnant yeah like being wait pregnant. until your second stomach comes that's so fun and it goes in all the wrong places you won't be able to bend over yeah I'm not having any lube issues but or hair but I definitely my how would you know you have so much fucking well, hair how would you even know if you had issues that's fucking fair that's fucking fair but I still got enough to go around so 
it's a shit witch and it only gets worse in the middle. So hang well, on to I'm the not parry, pal. Yeah, hang on to the parry because full full blown meno pass. Yeah, that's a hard pass. I'm gonna hard I'm gonna pass. give that a no. Two thumbs down. Would not recommend. Stay out. Run out. Go get you some something because it's zero stars. Yes. Okay. Yes. So. I figure she's like, uh, it's the second shingle shot that's going to kick your ass. I'm like, oh, great. Okay. Fun. Super fun. Love it. And you have to make an appointment for that. I'm like, oh, I'm volunteering again. So the, the evening of my shot, Thursday night and all day Friday, I was kind of knocked on my ass. I don't know which shot it was that did it, though, that because I was told the second one's going to kill me with shingles. So did the booster kick my ass like that? Did you have a second shot of shingles within days of the first shot? No, I. you don't get your second one until two to six months from your first one. Oh, so this is just a timing issue. You were there yeah. to get a booster, and it's time for your second weirdy shot. Yeah. I didn't even ask. I didn't want any shots. All I wanted was like some advice about what's falling apart on my body and if there's a, <clears throat> a hormone that I should or I should not be taking. I absolutely think it was shingles because I've had one, two, th- one, two, three, four, five. I've had four covid shots i've had the one two and then i had a booster and then i had a second booster and if they come out with another booster i'm getting that too i'm front row first in line always getting it so give me what you got give me what you got none of them have been difficult i have to tell you every time i've told someone (laughs) to hydrate because that's really what's going to help just flushing out your system i'd like to apologize do you know how hard it is to hydrate when you feel like shit to like put a straw in your mouth and suck to tilt a cup towards your face, it's almost impossible. So hydrate just sounds like drink water, stupid. Like, no, it is. It is harder. So my answer, I walked around the house. I have a child home who doesn't give a fuck what you're going through. Lovely. So I walked around the house going, fuck hydration. (laughs) She's like, mom, what's happening right now? Thank you. This is age, bitch. Get ready for it. Keep learning. Fuck hydration. Yeah. Fuck hydration. My I had a line. I had a similar phrase that developed over the weekend, and it was also in the kitchen. I started screaming, "Fuck you, kitchen cabinets!" I was losing my mind. Oh my god, what did your cabinets do? Well, they weren't mine. I went over to help a friend because I'm oh. super dumb, and I took pity on lesson learned. <laughs> well, I mean, what adult anymore? If you have to move, decides to do it yourself. What's the no, fuck wrong no, with no, you? No, no. What the fuck is I, wrong with you? I need a chair at a concert and I can't sit on the floor so much anymore. I need a bed at a hotel. I cannot crash on, or a house. I cannot crash on your floor anymore. And you fucking hire movers. This is a good That's list. the top three. This is a good list. After, this is a you good know, list. And somewhere maybe two or three items lower on this list is going to involve airport etiquette. Like there's an Uber involved. Like I'm no longer asking people, you know, it's just it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. What are you doing this afternoon? Oh, then you have plenty of time to take Did you want to drive, airport. you know, three hours round trip to <laughs> waste your time when I could just do something else? Yes, I agree. This is an excellent list. You are correct, ma'am. And I don't understand how this otherwise smart person Act like such a fucking dope. I think you just decision fatigue. 
you just get to the point where you're like, well, we can do that ourselves because we can't do anything else ourselves and I'm going to die. Yeah, I think you just it's start making. It's also financial fatigue. You know that you're moving into, you're changing. You feel like this you could like, save us some money. Yes, if I could save $9, I'm going to save $9. Like but just, we'll wind up divorced oh my and God. with no friends left so because we'll this kill happened, each other first. Yeah, so this, not only this, this flawed decision occurred, a pod was involved. These sad sacks have to move multiple moves because of the way the real estate market is going. Now, surprise, it involves an apartment and a new house that's not done and an existing house that's sold and double moves and a storage and put some at the new house. It's just the most complicated fucking move ever. So it's it's horrible. So you got to pack for like three moves in one and it's a nightmare. And it happened to fall on a weekend where they had a loss in their family, loved one, an aunt and an uncle, both die of COVID within hours of each other. On the weekend they had planned to do this, they divide and conquer, and the one, so now you're down a spouse. You're down a kid, you're down a spouse, everybody's out, what do we do? So I took pity on my friend, I self-volunteered. Well, he asked, and I said, no, and it was a big joke, and then I sort of saw the tears Uh, well up in his (laughs) eyes, and I thought, okay, I can't, I can't. I just can't. So I went over there and I started and I thought, I'll just do it because it was a it was a bit of a chaotic scene. They had everything 60 percent done instead of methodically like we're going to do this room or this floor until it's done. So I approached the kitchen and after two days of packing that fucking kitchen, I don't know how they got in 99 degree. It would be like packing your kitchen. Do you know how much shit you have in your kitchen? You don't because when you think you do, there's more there. Under the shit. I got a lot of shit. But you don't even know how much you had. So I started screaming at the cabinets, saying, fuck you, cabinets, because I was sick of them. And I didn't like it. And then Well, because they were like a clown car of shit. So And all their stuff is really good, too. So it was kind of like, oh, you got some nice stuff. Why didn't I? Why did you even take this out? Oh, because you forgot you had it. Because it was buried in your fucking kitchen. The point here is hire someone to move you. You're an adult. What's wrong with you? Why are you doing this? There's no excuse for it. And we won't ever learn. We'll never learn. I didn't learn to stay away when my friend lit himself on fire and said, please, won't you cover me with water? I should have said no and walked in the other direction because covering him with water means I'm on fire, too. There's no way to help someone move. It sucks. It sucks. I won't lift anything. I sent my children to do that. They're at least physically smart. I'm not doing it. That's that's some smart shit. It's it's like your list. There are things that you should do when you are ready to go to sleep. Get in the bed. If you were sleeping on the couch, if you fell asleep on the couch, it's just a question for you. It's 9, 10, 1030, 1045 at night. Yes. Brian's ready to go to bed. Yes. And he sees you're sleeping on the couch. What does he do? He says, come on, lovey. Time for bedtime. And ushers you into your room. Correct. Is it only in the movies that people cover the human on the couch and they leave? Like, Nobody's going to have a decent back or comfortable night's sleep or anything if you cover the person on the couch. Get that fucking person up and into a bed where they belong. Yes. I, I don't understand. No, and it's, it, there, here's the other one for you. Show me the idiots. Show me the screenwriting imbeciles. Go ahead. Who want to talk us through? I'm sleeping in a bathtub in the hotel or the apartment of a friend. That's that has never, to be a comedy. That's There's never no... that's never a thing. 
you would sleep on the floor. You would sleep in the hall, locked out before you would climb into somebody. You would sleep upright on the toilet before you would sleep in a bathtub. They all do it. They all do it. Why do they do this? I don't know. That's the weirdest concept ever. And to keep putting it in rom-coms, like that's your punishment. You're sleeping in the bathtub or you're no human fits in a bathtub no, to start with. It's not like comfortable. You crunch up. It's yeah. terrible. It's idiotic. No one sleeps on the couch and is left there. It's a there. harder surface than the couch. And dude, if you love that human, you would gently, just as you said your husband would, usher you into a room where there's a bed and for sleeping. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. <laughs> I think that's the shots. I'm so tired of seeing people gently with an afghan that's on the, the back of the that's couch. That's too fucking gently short for him anyway. Oh, my God. Gently pull the afghan over this person who's going to startle awake, not know where they are, sleep uncomfortably because you're on a fucking couch meant for sitting. Let's be honest. <laughs> I, I don't understand why that's in every movie everywhere. Now, dear listener, you're going to see it. Okay, so you and I have a really stupid friend, Todd Chappelle. So back in the day when we were touring together, we used to be in a kind of a band together. He fell asleep on the couch at a friend's house late night. He took up, we found him the next morning on the couch. No blanket, because fuck you. I'm not helping you. So he's on the couch. He had removed his button-down shirt, removed it. He unbuttoned the shirt and took it off, bare-chested, laying on the couch. And then he draped the shirt on top of himself. As a blanket. <laughs> because in it the same amount of heat that you get from the fucking shirt when you wear it? <laughs> Did it turn into a bigger? What are you doing? It's actually covering you less. Like, what are you doing? I, there was a, that was some goofy-ass shit right there. I have fashioned a blanket from my shirt that functioned better as a shirt, as a blanket, than I have in this idiotic method. I love that man. Somebody please send this podcast to him. So stupid. So, so, so talented. Him. So, so stupid. Okay. More on that later, because right now I think it's time for... 60 seconds with Amy. No, just 30. Only 30 <laughs> seconds with Amy. I can't remember if we've done this one already. Well, I don't know. Probably I can't remember either. I don't know. Uh, all right. It came up because we started this podcast yes. about Rice Krispie Treats. And I'd like you to take the next 30 seconds. Are you going to do cereals? Yes. I think we did do a cereals. Because yeah, I was trying to do fruit jams. I think I did about as well then. Well, we could also do the follow-up round and see if I'll do better. I've had a little bit All of time All right, let's to go. Amy, okay. 30 seconds. Cereals, go. Fruit Loops. Fuck. Cheerios. Rice Krispies. Cocoa Krispies. Cap'n Crunch. Uh, honey Bunches of Oats. Reese's Puffs. Reese's Puffs. Uh, oatmeal raisin squares. Ew, that can't be right. Granola. Puffins. Uh, Malto meal. We're Trader Joe's now. Go Let's ahead. see. Uh, uh, stop. Rice crab. Yes. No, 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 no. No, no turn the tiger. They're great because they're called Frosted Flakes. <laughs> wow. I put Frosted Flakes on top of my kugel when I make it. And it's bomb. I can't believe Ooh, so how bad I did worse <laughs> this time than last time. I did worse. Wow. You had me convinced you had one more and you went, wait. I fell for it. I fall for you every time, Amy. Every time I fall for you. 
Oh God, I'm so Amy, you got eleven. My performance. Okay, you got eleven. I mean, if if you're thinking with with help, <laughs> there's there's General Mills, right? right? And you can plow through the honey nut, cr- honey all the honey Lazy things. Brand. There's honeycomb, raisin bran, Cheerios, all the what's it called? Grape nuts, <laughs> grape nuts. What kind of nuts? What cereals life. do you buy for your family? Oh, I love life cereal. Oh my god, now I need life Chex. cereal. <gasps> my husband I likes those that. deadbeat cereals. He likes checks and life. Oh, and I like life. I want life cereal no. right that fucking now. That shit is gross. It's oh like god, a sad checks. It's like deflated checks. What's your favorite checks? What's your favorite checks? I don't have one because who eats fucking checks? Never in in my life did I. Well, I would eat a checks a mix, but I'm not going to eat it. A checks a mix, but I would. I mean, I'll eat it if it's there, but why would I buy it? No, I'm not buying checks. I buy for my fucking husband. He likes a cinnamon. Buy for your kids. They like Reese's. They like cereal. They like candy. They like Reese's Puff. They like. um, Eat them up. Eat them up. I think they like Fruit Loops. Cinnamon Toast Crunch is another one that's a popular. So could you have just thought of your kids and your family and come up with more answers? Yeah, than you Lucky gave Charms, the quiz? any of the tricks, any of the things that I, you know, would be sad to have in my house. Right. And they would go, ooh. And now growing up, what cereals did you have in your house? Raisin Bran, Special K, end of end of list. Nothing. Wheaties occasionally nope, if you like expensive. the athlete who is on the. F- yeah, too expensive. Oh. And also they just taste like vitamin Frosted Flakes, honestly. Wheaties taste gross. Yeah. Um, did you notice that on Raisin Bran and the reason we loved it, Kellogg's, not Post, they're sugar covered raisins? Yes, ma'am. Oh, we would. That was our treat. We would get um, um, corn pops. Remember them? And Super Sugar Crisp. Pops, Do you remember Super pops. Sugar Crisp? They had sugar in the name. And then they changed the name to something else with that stupid frog on there. And then what's the one? Honey that, Smacks. They're, they're Honey the Smacks. The one that looks like little germ. germ. They used to be Sugar Smacks. They became Honey Smacks. The one that looks like. A, you're in my wheelhouse now. Okay. okay? You were in my wheelhouse. And on, for the holidays and special occasions, we would get uh, Count Chocula and Frankenberry and, and all the rest of that kind of shit. But um, that was really like special occasion stuff. You had to be good. Um, in the in the Cheerio family, were you a honey nut or a regular? We never had them. Never, never. So, and I only like the, I I discovered them when I had my kids and I like original Cheerios. I think they're great and they're a good foil for lots of things. The honey nut ones are sickening to me. They're, they're no way. Pass. Uh-uh. Don't want. Disavow. If I ever needed to clean out my system. Whee! I could eat a bowl of grape. Well, first of all, nobody could eat a bowl of grape nuts. It's just way too much. That's another cement, but that waits till it hits your body to become cement. I've had like and an eighth gets- of a ta- tablespoon of grape nuts That's- to see what it is. And it's basically just chopped up tree bark, right? I mean, it'll break your it, teeth. Barley bark. Yes. And it's delicious for the first 12 seconds and then you're stuck. Uh-uh. I don't want that. And if you're going to do that with the break your teeth, you might as well go for those crunch berries because they are the best berries. They are the best berries. Oh, my God. Oops, all berries. I do love a Cap'n Crunch. Cap'n Crunch with crunch berries was was the pinnacle. That was the zenith. Nothing higher. You you have summited when that box enters your house. That and a Twinkie. I actually had a Twinkie at your house at the beach (laughs) because I couldn't believe it even existed. And it was not as I recall. In my memory, I had fashioned it as the highest and greatest achievement culinarily. And now it seems like a sad, not moist cake. 
stuffed my with. My daughter got to work that day and she raced to the bathroom at work <gasps> and then could finally stand behind the counter and she goes, it's that fucking Twinkie. Fucking she Twinkie. immediately blamed the Twinkie for like fuck a moment you, of Twinkie. distress. Yeah, that's what she fuck said. Use fuck this. you. Got a lot Kitchen of cabinet. That's right. The source of all our pain <laughs> and evil. Um, I prefer everybody here loves uh, Frosted Flakes. I think in our house, Frosted Flakes is the number one. I prefer the Crunch Berries. I gotta say to you, raised on shitty cereal. Well, I gotta say to you, I, I will own my age. I really like they've they've zhuzhed up the Raisin Bran. They've zhuzhed it up. They've put in some some little yogurt covered bullshit in there, like these little these little round clusters. There's like raisin bran crunch, it's called, and they've got some extra crap in it. I like no, muesli. I like all that weird old lady cereal because it's because you can throw a lot of shit in it. And then you're putting dried fruits in it. It's just good. It's good. So so you were a special K girl growing up. Well, that's what we would. That's what we had. Probably somebody so else like ate it. Do you like the special K with like strawberries now? The dry. I've had it. Oh. It's aight. I've had it. I I actually have grown to like something called Goline Crunch. If you want to poop out all of your worldview, all you got to do is have a bowl of that shit. It's got something like. 60 grams of fiber per spoonful like it's a lot you you yeah it's it's it is better than it is better than a starbucks nitro you give yourself 45 minutes and you are going to be pristine clean clean colon yeah you could you could whistle dixie on that shit there's nothing left (laughs) out it comes so and it tastes good that's the problem because I would eat it and enjoy it. And I was also doing like juice cleanses and all that kind of shit back in the day. Yeah, it comes out of you like a sheet. Nobody recommends that, but I'm going to do that for my colonoscopy in September. So I'm really looking forward to my colonoscopy. I'm very excited, actually. Did you get a date? I finally got the date. It came in the mail, in the hidden mail, the mail that never made it to me. It's been sitting on the floor of someone else's car. Car. I won't say who. Or the bushes outside your husband's I work. did. That actually came in. Ugh. Anyway, so I get <laughs> I have banned everybody from touching the mail. Just leave it. You do So what month in what month is your colonoscopy? It's August. So I haven't missed it. These were the written instructions. Yeah. So it's coming up in in days. Oh my god. I do have to tell you, Stuart said it was the best nap of his life. What? They knock you out. You are very much sleeping as the hose goes in your keister. What? Really? Yes. Oh, you got the inform- You got the instructions for the prep. Here, drink this at this time. It has drink a staple, uh, so it remains folded in an envelope. I haven't looked at yep, it yet. So that's what that'll say. But when you get there, they're gonna slap you with a hint of IV. Uh, IV. Knock- Wait, knock your ass I, out. I was excited about this. Now I don't want it. Somebody else okay. is gonna have to drive me. There's gonna be a yes, slurry let's of start poo at the very coming beginning. out. Nobody is God. excited for a fucking colonoscopy. No, I Stop. thought I would Nobody. like lose weight. I thought that you know it would. I would feel like Julia it's Roberts when she went to the spa and came back and she was like, "I feel ten pounds lighter." You know, I don't know why she talks that way. <laughs> Only through you, yes. <laughs> I'm just saying. I thought it was gonna be like restorative. And I would feel like I'd done something good for myself. Now it just seems like a medical procedure where somebody's poking my ass. <laughs> yes, that's what it is. I, it's not a fucking spa. You're going to a doctor's I office after you nice. shit yourself for 12 hours shit before. Shit myself? 
You clean out. What do you think is in that stapled information? Show up on time. Be friendly. Wear loose clothes. No. Here is a prescription for go lightly, which, by the way, misnomer number one. What? It does not. It purges you. You sit on the toilet for 12 hours prior 12 to your- 12 hours? Come on. Nobody's, there's no anesthetic involved. This is just like a quick peek. They put it up on the TV. You go home again. Snap at your fingers. Okay. What are you saying? I'm saying. Do I have to pre-insert stuff in my tuchus? No, you need to pre-drink stuff so everything inside your body flies out your tuchus. Before I get to them? Yes, they. you have to purge for it. They're not going in your dark hole. I thought they were going to like root, going root in around in there in a little bit. Like, a, you know, whoops, there's a baby, but also somebody no. had a poop. No, you have to be empty for them to see what they need to see. So the night before, day before, into the oh. night before, you purge it all. And then they put you night-night and you wake up. Everything's fine. Clearly, Julia Roberts lost 10 pounds, but... That's probably from the prep, not from the procedure. I Close your eyes. I'm you have not, to blink. I'm You're going to have not, to blink. I, I, I've been misled. I didn't think okay, it was well, going to be this. Other people just like, you know, wipe a deuce on a postcard and they're done. Like that, you know. Correct. They do do that. Do do. <laughs> they, they absolutely do a shit in a box and mail it in kind of thing. But. That, that shit in a box is not going to tell you if you've got polyps. It's not going to tell I you. Have, I have a history of our family has. Which a is why you something. go night night. They're going to knock my ass out literally through my ass. Now I'm no. scared. Go in your ass after they knock you out through your this face. This seems like alien arm. stuff. Why was I excited about this? This I don't know. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry to take the joy out of your sale. I should but read the letter. Mm. Fuck. Now I have to read. Late August or early August? Early. Okay. Early. You might want to take that staple out. <laughs> wow. Okay. I thought yeah. it was weird when I set up, I had to have a call with a nurse to even get it on the schedule. I was like, this seems overly elaborate. Can't we just come in there and be done? And she says, well, I'm going to send you instructions and that'll confirm all the stuff. And I was like, great. And that was what she said. Do you have any questions? I said, no. She said, everything's in the instructions. I said, okay. And then they ended up in the mulch at my husband's work for a month. <laughs> So I didn't know. And now I have them and I can't be bothered to read it. So I just figured it was going to be, oh, you have a lovely colon. You know, look, a diamond ring. Yep. Out we go. Bye. Look what I found. Yeah. Yeah. They don't take walk-ins. I thought it was going to be like an ultrasound. I thought where they're just nice and they chat with you. And it's a little weird because somebody's like poking around and you boop, boop. And I don't want that at all. But I mean, this isn't super cuts. You really need to prep for it. Are they going to I'm super not going to be awake. I can't chat with them and they're not going to be. You cannot be awake. You do not chat with them. I I, I don't. How many people I mean, are going to be in there? In the room or your bunghole. OK, pick one. Sure. I think a camera tube thing is going in your bunghole to look for stuff. Uh, but there's only one human who's feeding it. I did find a female physician because I figured they would be like it would be like making jokes and you know I mean who wants to do this for a living? Why are you laughing? You're rubbing your face like you can't believe what's going on here. How am I supposed Tough to know? I don't spend Swallow. a lot of time fiddling and playing with my my backside. My beep boop. I don't. <laughs> That's it's usually it's it's usually a one way highway. So you know output only. This That's our right. rule here. That's right. But That's right. yeah. But he's just peeking at your output. Oh, God. 
Yeah, it's it's a little. I just want you to be prepared. I don't mean to scare you, but I'm terrified. (laughs) Let me just say you haven't had one yet. You're doing all this for fiction. Oh, so I'm doing all this because I took my husband for his prepared, and you are over prepared. So somewhere in the middle is the appropriate tube up the ass scenario. Got it. Okay, I took my husband because I needed to drive him home. And because he turned 50 the year before I did. And then I had to drive him home. And when he was walked to the car it's out so the door. It's so funny to was think m- about Stuart having a colonoscopy. I somehow thought he would be like exempt. I don't know. It just doesn't seem like he should have to have one. It's so funny to me. Now that I actually envision what may occur, it seems <laughs> like it's a little bit kind of degrading and, you know, kind of. Invasive? Yeah, super invasive. And, and kind That's of why you go night night. That's why you go night night. Wow. And like medically serious. Like it just didn't seem like it just seemed like a kind of, you know, you're kind of at a party and and now you're laughing about it. And oops, I shit my pants. Like one of those sorts of things. (laughs) (laughs) That must have been some joke you were laughing at. (laughs) Somehow you shit your pants. Not like a date rape situation where all of a sudden something's over your face and and then you wake up and there's very strange things and there's a camera I with a tube. I think it's very similar to the chloroform scenario. Yes, you I did. I, I just really thought it was going to be like a bender. That's funny. I don't know. So you're, I don't, thinking, oh. you're thinking college blackout, your colon's fine. Something like. Yeah. But without no. the blackout. It, you do drink something before. So it's similar in this way. You drink ahead of time, but you don't get drunk. You get purgy. Yeah. So it will be another juice cleanse. There is a tip, I was told, to put Vaseline on your keister. On the holus? Well, around it. And I said, for what? For wiping? Because you're going to be wiping a lot of everything flying out or for the tube? Maybe because you have a runny nose and when you sneeze and blow your nose a lot, your nose starts to hurt. So your yes. little your yes. little your little round Sensitive. your little roundhouse is not going to be friendly anymore. Oh, your little roundhouse. <laughs> That's adorable. <laughs> your little roundhouse. <laughs> and gross. No, I come on. It's going to be clean. Your listener Lord knows you're blowing you up shit through there. And you are not in at high risk <laughs> or turning 50. Welcome back. You could have skipped the last 5 minutes of our roundhouse conversation. My goer uh, is delightful, and I feel that I will get high marks on this test. I'm looking forward to it. I I don't uh, do I. Does this mean I can't eat for two days? No, you can't. Well, <laughs> you're not. A, you have to. You said you have to have the, t- the sheet. I mean, poops, if you had liquid, if you liquid had opened your instructions, oh, I don't, and I'm not going to do staple. that. Just tell me what to do. Come on. I mean, I'll maybe I'll read it eventually. Come on. How hard can it be? Like. I don't know, three only clear just broth the last night before, and then you start on this stuff, and it cleans you out from like 3 o'clock or noon on. This stuff, I can't even really just have liquid diet and then maybe like no diet. I have to drink a no, special. No, you drink, you drink a special go lightly thing that cleans out your system. It's a it's a full purge. Oh. If you ever wanted to do a liquid, whatchamacallit, liquid fasty thing, this is it. It'll clean you right out. And you know what? I will weigh myself afterwards. So fuck off. That's exactly what I'm going to do. I give blood, which is a pint is about a pound. I weigh myself after I give blood. I feel better. And I do it again. Don't lose uh, weight through blood loss. That's a bad habit. (laughs) I mean, I know that. I know that. 
Even I know blood loss is not <laughs> a good That's day loss one in medical strategy. School. They tell you, yeah. Bloodletting, no harm. We no longer advocated as a weight loss stratagem. Let's leave it off. Hard pass. Um, I had a letter from a dear listener. Really? And yep. And the dear listener wrote because she would like some bad advice. And I thought this is the place. This this is exactly where you go for that. So here goes, dear. Wait, hold on. Let me read it to you, dear Amy. (gasps) Right? (laughs) It already felt good. I need your advice. Uh-oh. Should I be mad is the title. Should I be mad? Um, my boyfriend's daughter. Yes. Asked to borrow clothes. Ew. And I gave her several choices. Uh-oh. And then I left the house. She then went into my closet and took a oh! choice that I did not offer of one of my favorite, favorite dresses. Delicate ish dresses and then texted me a thank you for lending her this dress should she be mad is there more to this story is that the end of the letter that's the end of the yes well first of all yes well by now i'm sure either the dress is well taken care of or not and so it's this is the aftermath if i've already got this this. the first thing starts with we're not going to be lending the boyfriend's daughter clothes Let's stay out of that business. No, that's you would be better off lending the boyfriend's daughter money or gifting the money to go buy some clothes. Stay out of my fucking closet. That's answer number one. This is no. The answer is no and fucking no. You're very generous to do this. Number two is this person. I'm just hesitating to call this ingrate and ingrate. This person who is unaware of the societal gift that has been extended, the courtesy of borrowing a close friend, a secondary connections, personal belongings. You don't fucking do that. You don't even fucking do it. I mean, I could see if this was, see that's where you get into extenuating circumstances. How old is the daughter? How longstanding is the boyfriend-girlfriend relationship? These things matter. I don't know that. That's exactly. not in the letter. Does the daughter, does this daughter in question, is she a teen or an adult? Does she have an income stream where she could have handled this herself? Is she trying to solve a problem that she's attempted to solve and failed at? So you're really helping her with the problem solution situation. Is this someone who wandered in and said, I like your Birkin. Can I take it to school? <laughs> the answer is fucking no. Right. Is this a special occasion situation? Is this a case where the person has self-confidence issues or body issues? Is this a situation? There's all these things are mitigating factors. If this is you have of enough which time, we know none. If right. you had enough time, if you had enough resources, if you had enough sense and preparation, there really is no need. If you walk in or if you have. Oh, so so that shouldn't have even been asked. I find the ask itself to be frustrating. Right. Unless you were very, very close with this girl and with the boyfriend, right? This is something that goes back. It's got really long history. It's almost a familial relationship if it's no big deal for you. But it is a big deal. We can tell by the letter because she level jumped. These are, these are you know, my pens and pencils. These are your pens and pencils. Instead, right. she said, I will take all the pens and pencils. It's not how that works. I feel like, dear listener, that this is just a respect issue Um, and it might be something that you are struggling with anyway when it comes to this relationship, 
And I feel disrespected for you because you went out on a limb and were kind enough to offer A, B, C, D, however many uh, items of clothing you offered. And I know even when I shop with my daughter and I hold something up and she's like, that's ugly. I want to punch her in the face because you can't just say no. You have to insult my taste. And by the way, it's like my taste for you. So it's a double whatever. So I can feel I can feel the ug involved in this and the ick involved in this but how serious is this relationship do you want to keep it do you I think it's a matter of I agree with everything that you're saying and that's bringing up a few other things right I don't know that the generation and generations with an s coming up behind us have been given a fair shake this way we have so strongly beat the drum to self-advocate to speak up to ask to be unabashedly unafraid to say, may I, this is what I want. I'm going to, I'm going to make this request. That's a big shift from how I was raised and an even bigger shift from who was before me. So when we're constantly teaching somebody, ask, don't worry. You can always you never ask know until you ask. can say right. no. Well, there's also a case where you really can't ask. You really shouldn't ask. It's not polite. So we've trained a whole group of humans to forget politeness in their own best interest and to not worry about hurting someone's feelings when it comes down to asking and advocating for what you want. That That's true a lot of the time. It's but not I feel true, like she it's asked. It's not true in this situation, right? Right. And, I feel like she, she asked, yes, got, and then did anyway, like went beyond that, that. Yeah. So it's taking it to the next extreme, which is, well, if she said yes to this, that just means I can bulldoze over and do whatever I want to do. Which is not true, right? No, it's all, it's a, there's, I, I still. Should I be mad? She wants to know. The answer is yes. I still place a priority. Mad within reason. Mad with respect to the upbringing, the education, the awareness level of this young woman. It could be a kid. We don't know, right? Of this female in your life and all of the circumstances that got you here. Putting all that into perspective is this a teachable moment? Is this a learning moment? Or is this someone who systematically oversteps and abuses boundaries in other areas and just did it to you in the form of your closet? In which case, you get to be mad twice at this person and also at yourself for not seeing the pattern in this person early enough to protect yourself from this slight. I don't like users. I'm very slow to admit and accept that people are taking from me because I don't see the world that way. And I miss it a lot of times. So rather than worrying about should I be mad, which is also a kind of way of saying, is it defensible that I already am mad? Should I, be, should I be embarrassed That's that what I'm I mad? Hear. And the answer is no, you should feel what you fucking feel, but it's also a learning moment for you. Did this kid take advantage of you and the situation or did you open the door to someone that you shouldn't have? Right. I do feel like it requires a conversation because it's done already um, to say, let me just be clear. I, I offered you the clothes I was willing to offer you. Certain things I don't lend out to whomever, my friends, my own kids. You like I, I don't do that because I need them to be there when I want them. They're my favorite. I just don't lend out certain things. I don't need to give you because. No, it's well, a no, that's a functional sentence. reason. I think functional reason is great. I immediately went to the opposite reason, which is you had a conversation with me and you made a specific ask and I agreed to it. And then you change the terms on me. You, you don't get to take more. Right. When we talked about 
you know, you abused my trust. This is a trust issue. I didn't expect you to go further than what we talked about. I didn't want to lend you anything anyway. I knew you needed it. You came to me with a request. I want to help you. This is a case where you should have known better to ask me, and maybe you should have known better not even to ask me because if I didn't offer it to you already, you should have known it's not yours to take. Like you just, that's just fucking stealing. Right. Right. And you did know, which is why you asked in the first place for the other things. Dear listener, if you too would like advice, this one actually seemed helpful. So I apologize in (laughs) advance. Wait, let me mess Um, it up. (laughs) If you would like advice from either Amy or myself, please write us brilliantobservations at gmail.com. Go to Instagram at Listen Brilliant or Twitter at Listen Brilliant or go to Facebook where you can find us, Brilliant Observations or Brill Ob Squad in our private group, which is open to everyone. And uh, let us know what your thoughts are. We are grateful you came back after hearing that I'm now old and have shingles. Shots. I had a shot, 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 shot. She said, what shots do you want? I said, I'm a tequila girl. Oh, that's not what you're asking? Thanks. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. Next week, monkey pox. Oh, God, no. <laughs>